Now then guys, welcome to the 17th episode, I didn't check previously, but I think it's the 17th episode of Sitting on the Fence. Um, this week is going to be a bit different because we're going to be recording these podcasts in a line, aren't we? Yeah, um, fine. We're going to be recording five podcasts in a row today. This is, we're recording this on the 1st of March, 2024. Cheltenham is 12, uh, 12 days away now, or 11 days. 11 days away. 11 days away, which we uh, cannot wait for. Um, so if these tips are just as bad as last weekend's, we do apologise, but we are fully in Cheltenham mode, aren't we? Yeah. So we decided that because Luke was at work yesterday, mm. it would make sense to just record the full Cheltenham preview yeah. and tomorrow's tips all in one go. So tomorrow's episode will come out first, and then we'll just be doing like however however many hours it takes yeah. to get this Cheltenham preview out, all all separated into days, so you can pick whichever day you want to watch, yeah, or listen to all of our tips, trends. We've got some pretty. I've got. Oh, I've got some. We don't know each other's tips. I've got some pretty big price, prices in there for you. There's some races at the minute where I haven't tipped yet, but I think during the podcast I'll probably see one that pops out of me. Uh, but today's episode will be released tonight, obviously to get yeah the tips out for you guys tomorrow. Um, we've got some. We've got some pretty big odds today. Mm. I, I know I have um, in terms of uh, prices for tipping. I mean, we always try and aim for a big price. But to be fair, I think I've gone with the lowest odds. Um, uh, a few horses in, in this um, week's racing where I've gone with quite a short short price I've gone yeah it seems like one of them weekends that some of the short price favourites just seem fancied yeah and they look pretty bulletproof as well but we're getting set up here now we're in um, a new office space now all decorations going up on the walls it's coming a bit like home for you isn't it yeah so yeah. we're here we've got every, all the ingredients for tonight we've got the ice we've got the coke and We've got the JD Apple. You know when you know it's going to be a, a a good night when the JD Apple is at the sitting of the fence yeah. HQ. So it's currently half past five in the afternoon. We'll give an update on day four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when we've done the day four podcast, we'll, you probably hear us slur a few words because we'll we'll have had quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, as we always do, pretty much if we ever spend a weekend um, here. But yes, so I think should we shall we waste no other time. Get into it. Getting into it. Um, so we're going to do it in quite a weird order today. Uh, so we're going to be doing it in terms of... We've only tipped the ITV, um, the free-to-air races, uh, which comes up to... Terrestrial one, two, TV. Terrestrial TV, yeah. Yeah, so one, two, three, four, five, nine. six, seven, eight, nine, nine races. Yeah. Um, the shortest odds I've gone with is 72, and the highest odds for me is... I think it is a 16 to 1. 16 to 1 for me. Mine... Is also seven to two, and my highest this week is ten to one. Ten Maybe. to one, wow! Oh, no, sorry, there's a bigger price in there, but I wrote it down. I'll find the price now, but it's bigger than that. Yeah, okay. about sixteen to one. Perfect. So let's just hop into the first race at Newbury. Uh, this is the Betfair. Get get it wrong. Bet Victor Veterans Handicap Chase, a uh, Class Two. Uh, this will be three miles and two furlongs, uh, which is a very long three mile and two furlongs. I seem, I think Newbury has got to be one of the longest furlongs. Big home run, yeah. Yeah, it's got to be that that long straight. Uh, Cat, Cat Mel's, that's the longest, surely. Yeah, it's got to be in it. I've not seen a race at Cat Mel in ages, but we're gonna hopefully get there this this uh, this year if um, Ireland doesn't cross with that. Um, but let's go into it. I'll go start with you, Connor. Then, uh, what is your tip going into this race? We're at Newbury at the first, aren't we? Because we're yeah. doing different order. It's throwing me off. 
Yeah, the first at Newbury. I've just gone for the fab. Howard Hunter. Straight into a veteran chase. You love this horse, don't you? I've been backing at big prices. And um, these veteran chases will be smoother, calmer waters for him. Um, he just seems like the best bet. And at 92, it seems like a great prize as well. Yeah, it's 12 stone, but that's for a reason, I think, this, mm. this race. He's, he's, he just seems the best. He looks the best horse in the field. Yeah. Um, well, so I've gone with a different one. I've not gone with the 92 five here. Um, I've gone with quite a big price, and this is probably the biggest price I'm going to do today. I'm going to go with a bit Cyclop at 16 to 1. Mm. Um, it's been very consistent as of late. Uh, pulled up twice uh, in the past three. He's an old boy now, but he is. Yeah, he's an old boy, thirteen-year-old. Again, like you said, a bit calmer waters in this one. Um, he's got tongue strap and cheek pieces on, which do seem quite interesting. And he has won round here before at the same distance, so he's a bit of a Newbury veteran when it comes to it. Um, it's won quite a bit of prize money, to be fair. Obviously, in thirteen years, you'd expect it, but one hundred sixty-one thousand won. Um, the owners, I think, paid uh, 20, 35 grand. Paid 35 grand, so they've got the money from him. Um, but at the minute, it's just been consistent. He's not been challenging as of late, but he's been he's been up there. Uh, and I'm especially looking at Sandown, which is again a long straight. Chepstow's quite a tough uh, course to go around as well. Wouldn't mind the ground. Uh, you'd expect it to be good, soft or soft in places. Um, uh, last time he came, last time he won was at Newbury, um, coming up quite a big price, I believe. Um, what what price was he? Uh, 90, oh, 92, so it weren't that big, quite heavily uh, favourite. Uh, he won three on the bounce actually. Uh, some big prices there, eight to one and six to one. Uh, Newbury, Newbury, and Musselburgh. So it's a traveller. So yeah, I just think Highland Hunter. He ran well last time actually. Where was that? Mm. That the entry wasn't it? It, well, let me just double check for the you. Yeah, true. I, I believe it was. Yeah, yeah Haydock. Haydock, hard Haydock, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he ran well, but a bit of a longer trip for him. Probably didn't suit him all that well. I, I don't know, it's hard to tell with him. He's He ran well when I backed him, just not good enough. Mm. I think a dropping trip here, Camel Waters. He's good placing by Fergal O'Brien. I rate him as a trainer, I think he's brilliant. Yeah, uh, we, we like him, don't we? 20 grand to the winner, near enough. So, yeah, I think that could be his race. Yeah, um, and as favourite, he probably... 92 is a good price. 92 is a very good price, and it's something I'll probably put on my accumulator. Uh, oh, I've, yeah. got a bet, I've got a bet on already, uh, probably mentioned it towards the end of the podcast. Um, I'll, I'll let you let know my free selections, because uh, I've put a treble on. Uh, five are on, a grand back, <laughs> so it probably won't come in. And with one of the horses drifting like a Subaru at the minute, it probably won't come in, but um, that's how it goes if you're back in a few days in advance to take them risks. Uh, so we're going on to Kelso this one, so the 142, and again I've gone with quite a big price on this one. Uh, I've gone with Foster's Island mm. uh, at 16 to one. Uh, now interesting to note uh, with this one, um, I believe it's one round here before. I'm not too sure. Uh, it's one round here before again, course and distance winner, and it may not win. I'm, it's, it seems weird me saying that because I've tipped it. It may not win, but it's good. It's a good each way. But good, interesting thing to note is his first run since Windot. Now, you, n- many veteran punters know the best results come from the second run since Windot. But some horses seem to thrive after they've just recently had their Windot. So I'm hoping this time uh, it could tweak a little bit. And t- do you know what? It's actually not done too bad recently. It's, it's cracked up a win uh, recently, 
I say recently, last year, uh, around this time. So it, it's a, it looks like a spring horse to me. Uh, won at Banger uh, the 25th of March 2023. Again, good to soft. But um, from the previous runs, come second at Weatherby, fifth at Weatherby, uh, fourth at Weatherby as well. So it must like Weatherby. Um, and at quite big prices as well. So hopefully a bit of each way money will be coming my way. Yeah, I've gone with Serious Operator. He's four from 11. He's only a seven-year-old. He's had two wind surgeries, which is a concern for him. But has one round here before, same distance. Uh, Patrick Wise takes three off, so he's probably fairly well handicapped for what he is. Do you reckon he's a bit unexposed? Um, Obviously with the two uh, wind ops. Yeah, he could be. He's been running better of late. You know, he had a win at Doncaster not long back. Not long back. That was a decent race. Um, so, yeah, decent in the Lanzarote last time. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he won't be in two final Lanzarote. He's eight and, a, eight and a quarter lengths, which is far enough, but in that sort of handicap race, and it could be anything. So, mm. yeah, I think he could just come back to a bit of form. Five to one. Yeah, that'll do for me. Just uh, just another one on that uh, on that race then. Uh, Pentland Hills, mm. what's, your, what's your opinion on this one? He was good as a Triumph Hurdle winner. That was some time ago now. Oh, yeah, we're going back a few years there. Yeah, so he's just um, never really got to his full ability, I don't think. He's won a lot of money for his owners. So, mm. yeah, he, he's going to crop up at some point, I think. Yeah, he will he'll definitely crop up at some point. Maybe not tomorrow, um, but with uh, uh, some reason. Yeah, well, what, do you, what else do you to say then about this race? I mean, Pentland Hill's probably crop up, but I don't know. Um, so Pentland Hills, I think, could run a good race, but I am not confident enough to tip it. I do like my um, do you like my tip? All right. So yeah, on to the next one. Um, apologies for that. I got a dog dropped off. So, <laughs> so yeah, it was all going mad. So yeah, it's all busy. It's all hands yeah. on deck at the corner. Yeah, isn't it? not in a minute. You don't see him for about. Four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's it. So we'll move on then. We'll move on to the Newbury 155, which is the the Great Wood Cold Cup handicap chase. Um, I'll let you go first. As I went last time, you go first with your tip. I'm gonna go for Helton, eight to one. Oh, not again. Yeah. Not he, again. Uh, he ran well last time. Come second, that was only seven days ago. I'll tell you what, uh, he did run quite very well in that. I was yeah. impressed. Yeah, and uh, I think the plan was always to be. I mean, Golden Sun that race just looked like he was made for it. Mm. Like telling him prime and ready for that race. Twenty grand to the winner that time, so it probably is Cheltenham sort of thing that day. Yeah. So Cheltenham second, nice horse, quite progressive last year. Uh, I just think of him to get him going around so quick again after a week. Mm. So what happens if anyone doesn't know in the UK, if you race, you get reassessed for handicap mark on the Tuesday. So if this race vented him on the Monday, I'm never off the same mark. Yeah, his last race. So the plan, if he's well enough, which he obviously is, yeah, to run him off the same mark and hopefully get the better of these. Now this is a horse you'll probably see at Aintree. Yeah, not 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 uh, Cheltenham. So I just think for Stan Skelton that could be a, a decent plan there. Mm. Just get him out again, same handicap mark. Ran well last time as well. Go again, eight to one's a nice price. I tell you what, the, the, with the with the way he's running at the minute, do you see this horse running at Cheltenham next year? He'd have to improve like probably ten pounds. Mm. But he's only seven, so it is. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I just looked at his age, seven year old. Still he's, progressive yeah, time. Yeah, the reason they named him Heltonham is because they wanted a Cheltenham horse. Yeah, he's not thoroughbred, is he? You can't name a horse Cheltenham. So yeah, exactly. They named yeah. it Heltonham. So. Yeah, and uh, it's not a thoroughbred, which is quite outstanding, to be honest. Yeah, he's. Um, he's um, I think the way it works is. It, I can't remember that what breed he is now, but 
each separate breed has like whatever year they was born has a a letter the name will start with. Yeah, and this is H. So the thing yeah, help them. Yeah. yeah, I think it's like a pedigree. It's like some similar with dogs. You, I think you know this. You own dogs. Uh, if you get like a, a dog very young, I think you can only name them as like ped- I don't know. Yeah. I, I've heard that years ago, but um, I think it's sim- definitely uh, goes like that for horses. But I've gone with an eight to one, but it's not helping them. And I do like helping them. You you know how much uh, I do like him after you you mm. um, uh, I think tipped him last week or week before. He seems to run every Saturday for some reason. Um, but I've gone with Bill Baxter. Uh, not too great uh, as of late. Uh, however, running off a winnable mark here, I, I think this one will come good. Um, we're looking at Cheltenham. I mean, eight, came 8th out of 13th, 4th. Not too bad of a run at Haydock. Sorry, I've just seen someone tweet. <laughs> my, my DMs are always open for abuse. Just remember that. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> Hours when we have no tips, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, his last win come uh, at Aintree, funnily enough, and I believe beat Fantastic Lady, and he did, beating some good horses in the past, uh, and in the recent past as well. Beat Fantastic Lady, Killer Kane coming out of Joe Tizard, uh, their uh, guest kill, uh, Al Dancer, who uh, come up with a second the other day, a big prize. Um, I think this horse has got a win in him at some time, and uh, this is a winnable mark for him. And I think, especially not even top weight as well, eight year old. I think this one might be a might be a winner. Yeah, well, yeah, that's fine. Only time will tell, though. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on to the next name, mate. I'm on. Go for it. I'll let you go again with this one. Uh, yeah, I've got find mine. I've got personal ambition. The five year old Ben Paulin. This one's at Kelso. Yes, this is at Kelso. Uh, the Nick Henderson horse. Has obvious claims. I don't know how good he is. I don't know what he's beat particularly. He, he looks he looks pretty good. Mm. So there's Brucio at thirteen to two. I'm gonna win the middle. First ambition, four to one. I like Bru- I like Brucio. Ben he's Paul very nice horse. He's got his primed this time of year now. He's even he's told him told you himself. Mm. He's got more prime. Yeah, and, and, he's, so, and he's been showing. He's recently, been doing re- really well with his novices of late as well. Mm. So personal ambition got the form in the book as well. Right trip. Kelso should be fine. Ground should be fine. Uh, I don't really know what much. I mean, Canuck Park's a decent type, <laughs> you know. So, oh, and my other tip would be Bertie's Ballet at twenty-two to one. Yeah, also got a decent form in the book. A couple of times he he, he probably could have gone and won actually, but coming second to Panjara is decent. I know it's a decent distance between them. Yeah, he's a nice horse. Keeps doing the right things. Won at Haydock. You know, Haydock's a difficult track to win behind. Won at Norman Fletcher's in that race as well. He's a decent horse, beating well with seven pound claimer on him. Yeah. So you know you got to take that for what it is. Yeah. Won at Kelso before, so yeah, I think it's uh it's there for him to be to win it. Yeah, and he's twenty two to one by the way. Twenty two to one, that's a good yeah. point. You won't see that uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, I'm <laughs> speaking of Cannock Park. Uh, that's the one I've tipped. Now me, Connor, and our mate Cam were at uh, Cheltenham back in November. Uh, first race of the the meeting and. I backed him. Backed him each way. I shouldn't have because of the way he won. I mean, I thought he was going to get knobbed on the line. I thought I'd done my money there. But, um, yeah, uh, Callum Park just about won. I think he stuck his neck out uh, against uh, Connor's uh, tip there, which was in a 10 do at 11-4. Backed in. I knew that was backed in on the day. Um, not too great entry uh, coming coming up behind Django Bay in favour of Fortune. Django Bay in this race, uh, it's favourite of five to two. 
but this kind of park when out in front makes seems to make all the running um, uh, and hopefully a bit of good to soft soft in places that's what I'm banking on uh, the ground to be so hopefully we don't see any rain uh, as of uh, as of yet up there in Kelso but in this ground with these conditions I think he'll thrive um, especially at this distance which is I believe two mile two, two. mile two so it's a bit up in trip um, but I don't think that'll affect him. I think this horse, very progressive type, unexposed. Yeah, I'm I'm quite confident. I was I was devastated when yours beat mine. Jolly in a ten day. yeah. I was devastated when I backed each way. He just kept plugging on, naturally yeah. with attitude. So I can see why he backed him. Yeah, yeah, so, that's why. Yeah, you mentioned him earlier, and I was like, I was I tended yeah. to back him myself, but I just thought Bertie's Ballet at twenty two just seemed a bit so, more appealing. Yeah, at a price, hundred percent. Yeah, um, I'm, I've got absolutely no problem with that. Um, but I've. That, I know you shouldn't bet on instinct. Oh, no, no, I, I, you shouldn't bet on like where where your heart's at. But Cannock Park's got a special place in my heart. One winner at Cheltenham. Uh, I'll always I'll always remember that one. Um, but I think he'll do it again at Kelso. So we move on to the first Doncaster race, which is the two thirty five. It's not the first race of the meeting, but it's the first ITV race. Um, looks a very competitive card this one. Uh, but I think we have gone with the same horse here. And we gonna, have, yeah. yeah, we've definitely gone Nuba Negra on this one. I think he just yeah. seems to be the best horse in this field. There's Massive drop down in class. There's only one thing that could stop him, and that's ground. Uh, he's just, he's far the best. He has to be. He's been running. I think with him, he's just been running in races most of his career that he probably isn't good enough to win. Well, he's been up against the likes of Edward Stone and oh John. God, he's just just a different league. When we saw him at Charlton, we he wasn't too bad. I mean, he's ten. He, he's, he's, he's plugged on. He's ten now, and he's getting on a bit. Yeah, he's won nearly four hundred thousand. Yeah, he's done his job. He's dropping the handicap here. It might just be level now. And I tell you what, he's still crop up in big handicaps. I tell you what's also interesting. Uh, first time tongue uh, tongue strap and cheek pieces. Yeah, they might wake him up a little bit. Maybe get his breathing sorted out. Yeah, it's decent pot. It's twenty grand, well, nearly twenty-one pounds again. It's decent pot to go win. I'd like to see him in a. You look at Cheltenham and the champion chase is just not going to be good enough. No, 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 no. Maybe a handicap for him. Could he stay the two mile five and go Ryanair? Like not this year. Well, a bit close. No, yeah, it's a bit too close this bit, year. A bit close this year, but if he carries on next year, handicap you, Ryanair. You've got to, you've got to look at the horses that are running uh, I mean, he's tomorrow. One five five. So. Oh, it's, it's, it's no, it's no mug rating that. But I'm, what I'm saying is, if these ra- horses are racing tomorrow, you're not going to be seeing them at Charlton. Oh, I'm not about, about, about this year. I'm about next oh, year. Oh, next year, yeah, keep, yeah. Keep, keep, keep going. Yeah, you know, in the same way. Mm. Yeah. We'll, we'll get on to Mogbed Genius because he will be running uh, tomorrow. It's a shame because I'd, I'd like to see him at Cheltenham for the ultimate. But Seventy-two for Newbury Negro is the right price. That's a brilliant price. It's going it up. I mean, we'll be living on and if the rain stays away. What a, what a price. Yeah, exactly. We'll be keeping a close eye on the weather as it comes. Uh, we're looking at the sky now. It's blue skies. raining earlier, uh, but the ground's apparently good to soft. So yeah. hopefully, fingers crossed, it stays that way for our tip new bay Negra. Um, well, we'll go back up north then. We'll go back to Kelso, which is uh, one of my favourites, as you know. Um, we won't get into the reasons why. Um, mm-hmm. But, but oh, I think I might have missed a half here. I think I might have missed the horse. You go with yours first. I've just gone top of the market, under control. Yeah. Just seemed like a class edge. Yeah. And, she, and she's been running well all season long. Mm. You know, yeah, she's got to carry... Well, and in second run since wind off as well. 
<laughs> Another seven. Yeah, yeah, it's what you want, and um, she. I think she's just got the class edge. Yeah, yeah. I think she does as well. Sixty-one pounds to the winner. I mean, they're probably better off going in Cheltenham. Mm. Take lot camera race. Looks to be one seventy-two again. I mean, these top of the market ones usually you turn your nose up at them and think I'm not going for that. But seventy-two of us, that new Bay Negra and under control. What a double! That would be a good double. What that a double. that might be that might be a double I might put on now. Yeah, what a double! I think after this podcast we're going to be putting that double on. Um, but I've got two, I've got with two on this one. I've mm. just decided. Um, I've had one waiting up. Have you gone under control as well? No, I haven't, no. no. I've gone with two big prices here. Um, when I said 16 to 1 is my biggest price, I lied. Because I've just changed my mind. So, uh, we'll go with the biggest price first. I'm going to go with Geronimo. Right, um, very impressed. Uh, last two times. Won both um, at, I believe, Doncaster. Yep, both at Doncaster. Unlucky to unseat there at Catterick. Uh, but this horse has got oodles of ability. Um and seems a bit of an unexposed type. Uh, 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 even though it's ran quite a bit, I still think that he's been in some form this season. Charlie Mags got his first winner uh, mm. under Geronimo, which was uh, brilliant for him. And I'll tell you what, he, if he can run like that, uh, at, like he did at Doncaster, um, I'm pretty sure he can uh, def- uh, define the odds of 25 to 1, which I think is a brilliant price. With the gun of 136. It's a, it's a tougher task. In Charlie Magsitel 7, 1-3-1 one, one probably does underestimate him. Mm. Probably does. Yeah, and I, I saw this horse in the race about two minutes ago, which I thought, it's got to go straight in. Uh, I've unfortunately missed out on both times there, um, especially when we were at Donny, because it ran, I was going to back him and I didn't, at a big price, and he went on and won, and that was probably uh, the sign of my <laughs> horrible day there. You had a great day. Yeah, that was fantastic. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but my second tip, and the one that I actually wrote down, was Balagiri. The pockets are plentiful that day. Yeah, you, you brought the bookie satchel home, I'll tell you that. But uh, no, I'm going to go Balagiri on this one. Um, just to note the first time cheap pieces as well. It always got to catch your eye there uh, when uh, a horse uh, brings up. Oh, sorry, when a horse uh, is running with the first time tongue strap cheap pieces. Maybe getting him to settle a little bit uh, after his past two runs. Did has done okay in the past four, uh, third, first, second, and fifth, um, and it's uh, had a month off pretty much. And with Brian Hughes at the helm, he, he knows how to he knows how to win, doesn't he? You don't like him, do you? No, but I, no, because he's uh, he's messed me up a few times. But hopefully this isn't the week that he does mess me up. But um, it seems that he does well on the did. To define a good jockey, I think you've got to do well on the the, the, the horses that define yeah, the odds, he, really. He's, to be fair to him, he deserves more credit than he gets. And also... He, he got just, snubbed at Cheltenham last year. I think he was at Cheltenham yeah, for a lot of it. I knew, I knew he was at Aintree. And, and that's, look, we're up north. He's going to be, you know. Yeah. People, a lot of people say the racing up north is not as good, but we have good meets. We do. We've got probably the best meets. Uh, and um, just think of Brian Hughes. He's so consistent all year round. You wish you'd seen him more Puts the hours in. I think he just... Yeah, he gets a couple of rides at Cheltenham. Maybe one if he's lucky, two. But he just, just overlooks. I mean, he's definitely a guy if I owned a National Hunt horse. He'd, I'd have him on the side. Yeah. It'd be someone I'd love to have on the side. There's a few that I'd like to have on the side. Well, Cobden, as you know. Yeah, if you was like a small owner and you had like oh, two horses and you think, oh, who am I going to send them with? Donald McCain's not even a bad shout. And if you know Brian Hughes in the equation, then you know. Yeah, exactly, but, yeah. And obviously, the better the trainers are and the more strike rate they have and the bigger races they win, they cost more money, don't they? Yeah, so of course they do, yeah. Donald McCain is um, 
Yeah, he's a decent trainer. And definitely a good jockey. Yeah, a very good jockey. Uh, is Brian Hughes and Donald McCain's a brilliant trainer. And just to note as well, Balagiri's won around this uh, course a few times. Uh, Kelso, uh, same distance. So twelve to one. It's come down from twenty-two to one. So someone must have a bit in it, and uh, that's a good enough for me. Um, so we'll move on to uh, Doncaster again. Yeah, it's the three ten, and I've gone with the shortest odds. I've uh, oh no. Nube Negra was uh, tied seventy two, but I've already he's one of the horses on my accumulator for um, for Saturday, and it is the Irish Raider Ottazini. Um, I think this horse is far too good for these sort of horses in this race. I mean, Class One, uh, you're gonna have some great horses in no matter what, but um, I think it's better than Lunar Discovery and Eleven Stone Three is top weight, but I think there'll be absolutely no problem. And if Crawford, he loves bringing them over, loves showing us up, I think it's just made for him, this one. All right, you're going for that. Uh, four to one, sorry, not, not seven to two, four to I've one. I've gone for Lightning Marler. Yes. Yeah, Very unexposed. He's had a wind up, so that probably suggests he's not been the straight, most straightforward for a six-year-old. But if that's a flat arch, you'd think, well, well into his career, trying to line him up. But mm. he, he's um, won twice and come fourth, so that could be the reason why. A bit of a problem showing up can happen. Yeah. Uh, the reason I picked him is not because he's not unexposed, it's because he's beat in a point to point on first start, Emily's Choice. And that's become a nice horse, Don McCain, now. It's been a winning machine, actually. She's won, you know, won plenty of races at point to point level, come out first time and won, won at Newcastle. So I've been, you know, look at the point to point record, it's, you know, it's done well. Mm. So what standard that is, I don't know, but I think for like 10 to 1 for, for Lightning Marler. Yeah, he could he could be really good. Harry Skelton on board, Dan Skelton. They wouldn't have, they don't buy stupid horses, do they? So no. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think our opinions changed on the Skelton, you know, because I, I think when yeah, we first started this podcast, we weren't we weren't the biggest. He's, he's a tricky one, Skelton, isn't he? Because he he's got some top horses, and he does crop up at big meets. But the problem is with national hunt racing is it's all based around Cheltenham. That's the problem. With yeah, it. that is and. The only way the only way you get recognised as a great trainer is what you do at Cheltenham. Yeah, and he's just not not always the best, is he? I, I, and he doesn't send his horses over to Ireland. No, he doesn't. So I, I don't really know. But I think Lightning Mallard in this one. There's a reason why he doesn't go to Ireland to send horses over because I think the likes of Gavin Cromwell, Henry de Bromhead, um, all them sort of trainers, I think, are better than him. It, I've questioned him a few times, like what's going on with Lamelos this season. I mean, running in the Grand National, and all of a sudden you're running him over two mile five and stuff, and you think. It's a bit early for a prep run for the national, oh, isn't it? We've just had a statement from Nikki, and I know this is uh, yeah. probably saved for the next podcast, but um, I'll read the statement regarding Nikki and uh, Constitution Hill from Nikki yeah. Anderson. Uh, oh, I've just lost it. It's going to be too. Still a bit better, I think. Um, no mucus. Well, we'll see. We'll see. So, so I'll read it uh, for quote for quote. On what was about as foul, filthy morning as you can imagine at Seven Barrows, Constitution Hill had a light exercise and was rescoped afterwards as planned. This shows the neutrophil percentage indicative of infection. I couldn't say that word. It was back to normal parameters with no mucus evident. This is obviously positive news, but we cannot hide behind yesterday's blood test, which basically reveals that, that, in simple terms, our horse is unwell. You'll have a quiet weekend, and we propose, as originally planned, to take a further blood test on Monday, which I believe will be the acid test. Therefore, I think we might leave it until then to keep everybody updated on the situation. So, I think on Monday we'll find out if Constitutional is running for Cheltenham. 
But like I said, we'll mention it'll that. Be, it'll be Monday or Tuesday, we know. Yeah, it will be some point early in the week. It's not just a blood test. It's getting him back working. Yeah. In a week, you've got to do a lot with him in a week. Yeah, time's not... A, if this had happened two months ago, we, 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 we'd be not having this conversation, would we? We're going to have this conversation later on tonight. Yeah. Literally in about an hour's time. Yeah. But I think with him, if he does run, in one sense, he'll get his beat. Mm. Because I think we'll see more of him. I think we will see and more of him. And he's there to be enjoyed. Yeah. He's yeah, one, that's why, that's why, they own, that's why we own range he's, horses. He's one of the only horses... No, not one of the only, but one of the few... There's not loads of them. You can actually sit back and enjoy without having a bet. Without having a bet. And it, uh, on days that's like, what horse racing is all on about. On days like Cheltenham, uh, where like, that's what, that's what, everyone's looking to have a bet in every race, yeah. all week long, mm. it just gives you that thing where you're like, do you know, so you sit back and watch it. And you actually sit back and you do, and watch it, you do enjoy watching it. Yeah. Like, more more so than usual. Like I said, you, you were there last you year. Said, you said you just appreciate it. Yeah, you were there last year. You, know, you didn't I, have a bet on. When I was there time. last year watching him, I just thought, do you know what? That's just something. That is just something to appreciate. Yeah. Like it's just, I don't, I don't know how to explain him really. He's, I was watching him. My dad was there and, and everyone, and he, my dad was like, like my dad don't get very emotive, but he was yeah. like, wow, go on, and you, <laughs> you just think like. What 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 a time! You know, watching racing, Again. not not back, not thinking of your goggles of having a bear. Mm. Wow, what a horse! Mm. So I think I hope, in a sense, I hope he doesn't get beaten. One that I do hope he does. But I think they might go chasing him then potentially, and that yeah. would be fun as well. Just I'd love to see him go on the field. One that you can enjoy. Don't come around too too often. No, no, no. I'd love to see this horse go undefeated. To be honest, I mean, even El Fabiolo, what machine? But he's still not the same feel, has he? Undefeated El Fabiolo, I believe. Mm. I don't know if he is or isn't. I don't think he is. Who could he have lost to, though? Maybe in a point. In his hurdling career, I think he lost. So, I don't know. He's just one of them, isn't he? I want to see him, though. Fabiolo. We're going to Cheltenham for the first day. And I just Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's undefeated. He's, he's not defeated. Sorry, he's, he's not been, undefeated, yeah. sorry. He, he's just one of them that... We're going to Cheltenham... Beat by John Bond. <laughs> yeah. We're going, we're going to Cheltenham and for the first day... Mm. And we want to see him there because I've seen I've seen him twice now. Do you know what I, mean? I know what it looks like. I, yeah. know, I know how he runs. Yeah. That thing. But because he ha- he might not be going, it's just put a bit of a downer on it. I'm like, yeah, I'm still going to Cheltenham, and yeah, now I'll probably love a bet in the champion hurdle because he's not going. He won't be going. Yeah. Where I wouldn't. But I'm thinking like, it's just I think not, even if he is not, going, just not going to be. He is like the main reason you go. I think even if he is going now, obviously with the news coming out at seven barrows, I still think there's a bet there. No, no, no. Do you reckon? No, 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 no. No, I think there is. I think he wins at 9%. I think it might be by three or four, but I think he still maybe, wins. Maybe, maybe. I, um, I think he still wins. The yeah. only bet to have on that. He has got, I think, right, in my opinion, and I'm not like an expert on handicapping or pure ability, I just bet on them. Mm. I think, seriously, he's got like 12 to 14 pounds in hand on the rest. Even on State Man. I seriously think that he's if Saint Man's yeah. like one six eight, I seriously think that he's got like ten, like at least twelve pounds on him. Yeah, at least. I think so too. He's a monster. I I love Saint Man as much uh, as the next man. I mean, I love him more than. I just wish we'd seen him more. Like I think if we were nickel, I think we have a conversation in an hour's time. But if he were nickels, I just think he'd run so much more, and he'd get threat like Saint Man. They just get to see him. If we yeah. were Irish, we'd probably feel the same way about Saint Man. We do constitutional probably. probably. Yeah, probably. But you get to see him. Yeah. All the time. Like, win three great ones this year. Yeah. 
And he'll, he'll still go to Pontius Town or wherever, and Fairy House, I don't know, wherever he goes. And he'll win like four or five. Yeah. And you just think, what a horse, me joy. So, mm. But Constitution of that horse, because the UK don't do too well in no. Cheltenham anymore. No, so. Fra- Frankel was ours, and then obviously it's been Coat of Star since. And then, oh no, Coat of Star was before Frankel, then it was Frankel, and then we've not really had a horse to really shout about until Constitutional comes along. Um, so it would mean the whole world to anyone who's from the UK. Well, we're racing. We're going to, to Cheltenham. We're into racing. You know, it's Cheltenham, but it's just not going to be the same without him. No, it's it not. It's not no. going to be the same without no, him. I'll be gutted if you don't go. Because we're, obviously we're there first day and we, yeah. I've, been, I've been waiting for a solid I've, I've, year I've, to see I've him now. I've been thinking about it a lot recently because I... This, this is going to lead up to the Cheltenham preview. I've, I've been to Cheltenham. And anyone who has been knows exactly what it's like. It's Child busy. Festival. You can't. Yeah, mm. it's busy. You can't get a beer if you want one. You can't do it. It takes an hour. Ages to get in. Ages to get out. You know, there's no organisation. No. It's quite clear the jockey clubs just want to flog it for the Cheltenham Festival. They don't really care about your experience too much. No, because that's and when they flog it for under twenty quid. Yeah, but I thought to myself, thought, well, do you know what? As long as he's running the champion hurdle, I will probably go every year until he doesn't. Until he doesn't, until he's retired. Yeah. Like, what a thing to say. We, we were going to make a thing of actually following him. Like, like in, in wherever from, he goes. If, I, if I'm here in like 55 years time or whatever, I always think back and think, you know, I've watched him win like every champion hurdle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What a thing to remember. I mean, I, I, think, I know you didn't talk about. I know a bricky. He played something back in like the 1962 or something. Mm. You think it's like 77. Yeah. And you think. Do you honestly mean that much to you? Yeah. But it obviously does all these years later. Yeah, it does, yeah. Um, right, we're getting sidetracked. We'll, we'll discuss more of that on the next mm. podcast. Stay tuned for that one. Uh, that'll be released tomorrow, day one of the Charlton Festival. But yeah. We're going right into uh, nitty-gritty of uh, the first day, second day, third day, fourth day. Um, so the next race is the, the 325, the Premier Chase at Kelso. I was about to speak about this horse, Mumbai Genius. Now... Running in this race at Kelso makes me think that he's going to go for Aintree instead of Shelton. It's you too close. It's, yeah, it's too close. Um, yeah. To, to run him. It's good he is because I'd, I'd have to have backed him at Cheltenham again. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would have as well. I'd, I'd have to have wasted 20 quid or whatever my mistake would have been, probably 50 quid. Or yeah. I'd have to waste 50 quid. Yeah. 100% worth it. I'd, I'd worth have it. to have done. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with, again, a big odd here. Um, second run since Windot, which is just bull- Put alarm bells in my head. Uh, first time tongue strap as well. So, Manala drama got to be within the shout. And again, I've back Brian Hughes. What am I doing? What am I doing? This could go really badly or what really a, well. What a bloke. What a bloke. <laughs> you love him. Um, it could possibly do a bit. I'm not too sure. Um, <laughs> second time's with wind up. That, that's just blown blown my mind. Um, not blown my mind. That's, that's the wrong word. That's the wrong phrase. Uh, I think the whiskey's hitting me already. No, okay. <laughs> but, oh, hell. Yeah, oh, hell, yeah. Um, but no, uh, Manolo Drama's got to be uh, in with a shout here. Especially second run since Windock, first time tongue strap. Anything can happen here. All right, then. I'm going to go for Thunder Rock. He's got, he's got um, Stanima all over his pedigree. He's written all over it. Doesn't expect this sort of trip. He'll run all day for you. Yeah, he will. He's, he's, he's a pretty solid operator, actually, especially this year. He, he does struggle to get his head in front at times. I just think he's got a great chance here, five to one, and just about the market they're moving for him as well. So yeah, so yeah, he's. Um, I might actually have a, a treble tomorrow. Nube Negra, 
the other one we talked about under control and this one what, what a treble what, that's a nice treble for yeah. you now. put so, fiber on it yeah he, I think to me he's, he's probably the best horse in the race he just struggles to get dead in front I think sometimes he's a difficult horse I right has got something to talk about he's an older boy now but he, he not for me not a bet anyway but the other one I go for he's just a cough specialist Elvis male mm. he, he, he loves it around here he, he always does. gives his best. He does. Seven to one, that's fine. I don't know if I'm backing yet or not, but he's got to be a mention. It's got to be worth a mention, 100%, but I like the treble you just mentioned there. The new Bay Negra, Thunder Rock, under and control. Under Control. Yeah, good treble. I I might know, know, we might be both putting, putting that one on. You keep talking, I'm going to cut the price of that. Um, well, talk <laughs> about this race. Um, I'll, do you want me to move on to the next race? Yeah, you keep talking about it, mate, and I'll keep looking at this price. because. Yeah, that's fine. Fair. Yeah, uh, so the last race at Doncaster and the last race of our tipping uh, escapade, so to speak. Um, I think we've both backed the same here. And I'll tell you what, Nick Kent is taking Earn River back to Doncaster. Now, if you've ever followed Nick Kent, which you probably haven't if you're not from around where we live. Um, 100 to 1. 100 to 1? Yeah, that's fine by me. Put, a t- put a fiver on that. 100 to 1. Yeah, probably put that on now. Um, but Earn River at 8 to 1 seems like an unbelievable price. Uh, yes, it's a step up in tri- uh, not step up in trip, step up in grade. Um, well, he ran all right. He, he ran very okay well in the Sky Bet. Oh, what was it? What the the Great Yorkshire Chase? Is it now I think he's now called that. Yeah. Yeah. What what a run! Good good run. And the time thought we both backed him from um, what I told you. And Earn River and Nick Kent as well, especially Nick Kent's record around his, Doncaster. His record around Donny is absolutely mustard. I know he's local. Yeah. 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 He only come fifth in that. I mean, there's some nice horses in that great yachts chase. Mm. And the Victors was a winner I had. Forward plan, we know all about him since and this is this season. He's, he's turned into a great handicapper. Yeah. And River only beaten six and three quarters. He's probably good enough to win this. I think he's very more than capable of winning this. And I think five to what and eight to one is uh, too big of a prize for him here. Uh, as you said, we like to back a, a nice price on the podcast. So eight to one is probably the best you're going to get uh, if you don't. Like, if you back him tomorrow, it's not going to be 8-1, to one, I don't think. But the pun- actually, saying that, the punters don't seem to really favour him. No, he, he always seems to hang around that price, doesn't he? Because it's a small, small trainer, isn't he? he, he like, he's, mm. You don't get any respect, but actually, he's a good trainer. I'll tell you what, also, speaking of that, Charlie Hammond, some jockey. Yeah, you don't get much respect, but he's a good trainer. Mm. And, yeah, I'm going to back him. 8-1. to one. Uh, Then, the trainer and the horse's record around Donny. Mm. So, I don't know. I, I think... He'd be one. He ain't got a big string of horses. That's the thing. You don't get to see him that often. Yeah, but I remember him running. He ran some decent, decent races, and I know he's not getting any younger, but he's, he's definitely got plenty of ability. And that that time that he won, we was there. Was it ten to one? He won that sort of something like that. Yeah, and eleven to one. Eleven to one. We uh, got him at nine to one, which was uh, quite disappointing. His jumping was sloppy. And he still stayed on and kept going. Just about, just about, because I think the second place. I mean, to be fair, that was a very big price. Yeah, I think it was twenty five to one. Yeah, the jumping hold up. Mm. It'd be it'd have won that easy. Yeah, he, I think you should. Yeah, I think he should have won um, easily there. But and he did to be fair. He did uh, last time out. Uh, I'm trying. Sorry, so, uh, sorry guys. I'm putting this bet on as we speak. Nah. <laughs> uh, in, in yeah, in, in the sky bet, the Great York's chick, whatever you call it, it was um, a good run as well. Uh, you know, beating Andrew Victor's and followed upon night off, and then beating like what six and some lengths. Mm. It's not uh, bad, is it? New Bay Negra under control and what was the other one? Thunder Rock. Thunder Rock. Kelso. Kelso. Uh, sorry, guys. I'm just putting this bet on. Um, but, yeah. Uh, 
I think Earn River again will run a big race here. Uh, and the bet is placed. <laughs> Let's do it. Do it a bit. Just been paid, filled the account. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've not been paid in God knows how long. Um, so we're back to betting responsibly. Or it won't be responsible at Charlton Manor. Like. No, it won't. Not no, right. it never is. No. Uh, but that's when you're allowed to not bet no, responsibly. Well, if my big my big tip in the first comes in, that'll be Charlton covered. We'll cover that in the yeah. next podcast. <laughs> but I tell you what, this this uh, that, that's all our tips done. I mean, we're, we're missing a few races, but they're not on free to wear. And we're just itching to get on with Charlton. Really. We're itching to get on with Charlton. I'm looking forward to it as much as you. We've done forty minutes. We ought to not just ditch our full duties and talk about the football. Got to talk about the football. Got to talk about the football. Um, we'll mention Liverpool first. Uh, Arsenal have not played actually, yeah. have they? Don't think they have. I don't think. I don't think we have. Um, no. So we're just going to move on to Liverpool. And I tell you what, your youngsters are looking oh, incredible. They are looking really good. Yeah, especially that young lad up top, Jaden Dans. He was Jaden Dans. What a player! Finish by the way. What a player! No salad tomorrow. He's still not quite ready. Who have you got tomorrow? Forest. Should be a win. But we have got Slavoslav Nunes back. That's good. But I don't know if he'll play. They're, Do they need... They'll probably, they'll probably be in the bed. They'll, they'll probably be subbed on. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not getting ahead of myself. I'm just thinking that... If you're thinking Klopp, thinking, my last year, right, I've got to go big. Is now the time. Yeah. Like, is, is now the time to go big. Mm. It probably isn't, is it? And obviously, in he's terms got, of... He's got the lads playing confidence. Yeah. You know, and bringing that... I mean, that, that Kumas looks all right as well. Yeah, he looked all right, didn't he? he looked Very direct. All right. uh, son of Jason Kumas, who used to play at Albion and all that. I think... Not that I know what Klopp does to be surprised you all the time, but I think you'd probably start with Jane Dan's up top. Probably. Wouldn't surprise me at all. He's playing with confidence. He's got all the last playing with confidence. We are a tipping podcast, and I, I what's funny about that, I had a look at the the, the odds to win the Premier League. Uh, it's Man City, uh, head of the betting at 11-10. to 10. Uh, Liverpool are priced at 2-1. to one. Um, and Arsenal are priced at 3-1. to one. I think the next best is Tottenham at 100-1, to one. so... It's see, a three-horse three race. If I was, if I was pricing it up, I'd have gone something like City evens, Liverpool... 15 to 8. No, I wouldn't. I'd have gone Liverpool something like... Oh, 15 to 4, maybe. Try, I, it's a big price. That's I, a big would, price I, I wouldn't give them 4 to 1, but I wouldn't say 3 to 1. I think three to one still a big price. I don't know. What would you, what would you, what would you back Arsenal at six to one maybe? Uh, if I was going to back them, I'd want seven. Seven to one. Seven or something. Fifteen to two. Seven to one. If I was going to back them, mm. if I was doing it, I want backing them. I'd probably price them in at something like seventeen to two. Yeah, that's what I'd price yeah. them at. Yeah, I've not even had a look at the Champions League because I've. I just think yet. that Arsenal just is squatting deep enough. That's a problem. Got players. I'm, I know I give Arsenal a bit of shit. But I do admit they've got players. As everyone does, it's but fine. They've got players in there. Yeah, like, we, we do. Yeah, well, it's not, not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. No. And everyone said that about Liverpool, and then they keep on winning with you lads. Mm. And it's more like a mentality than anything now. It's it's more like it's a culture, isn't it? I think you said. I think you said with the whole Jurgen Klopp thing, it's it is coming into it's, fruition. It's, it's, isn't a, it? it's a culture, isn't it? And everyone knows the job. <laughs> everyone knows their job. Mm. And oh, that's I, I don't know. I think been, the lads coming on top have been brilliant as well. Mm. The lads in midfield. And remember, as I told you the other day, think about who we've got. We've got um, got to come back, young lads. Pachetic. Yeah, he's in Tyler yeah. Martin. He's um, on loan, isn't he? Yeah. Mm. Fabio Cavallo. Yeah. I mean, the future's quite bright, isn't it? 
Fabio Cavalli is doing quite well, yeah, well as well. Got Conor Bradley as well. Yeah. Uh, Quanta. Yep, he's injured at the minute. After no, he played the last game. Played well. Oh, is he not injured? Quanta, centre back. Oh right, yeah, 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 sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got players in there. Right, it's all looking up for you, lot. It's all looking up for you, lot. And I think uh, you could do it. Um. I, I snap your hand off at fifteen to four. It all depends on beating City, doesn't it? I, I think. I think City are most likely. I don't, I don't know. It just, I think the lower point depends on injuries. Yeah. And if we beat City, it's got to come on the right day, though. That's the thing. Like We're getting players back, but I don't know. There's a lot of reliable players in there. I don't, I don't know. It's like Slobber's like the big one. Like, mm. He needs to play. And I know he's like ready, but so we've clocked the dilemma is I've, I've got to go big, but when is when's big, when when I go? Mm. I've got to go for it, but I don't think now's the time. That's the thing. Yeah, it's going to be sort of riding on that is cultured team. Everyone knows the job, and it's like I've got them playing, I've got them winning, I've got them doing things they shouldn't be doing. So when do I? Yeah, these youngsters have like no right to do how well they're doing. No experience. No. And it's like for him, it's like right. I know, I know what I'm doing. Right. No. When do I go for it? And I think it's probably about three or four games too early to go for it. Yeah. Because you're going to need everyone right at the end of the season. Yeah. 100%, 100%. 100%, 100%. It's, uh, it's a long old season. You've still got a, a bit to go. But, but we've, said, we've still got a bit to go. But ha- having said that, it's almost a token of how good he is saying that he's got them playing that way and understanding the roles in case of the situation that's now. Yeah. It's like, what pre-planning? Would you put, uh, just to throw a little debate out there, would you put Klopp in the top three Premier League managers of all time? Um, This is a conversation I've heard. I'd, I'd probably say No. I think Ferguson's obviously number one. Yep. Mourinho, I'd say, is number two. And Wenger's number three, I'd say. I'd say. A lot of people don't... Well, you're not putting Guardiola in there. Oh, I forgot about him. Say, it's, it's, it's Wenger or Guardiola you're putting I think, in I think there. The conversation everyone, everyone has is, well, if Klopp had what Guardiola had, would he have done the same? And I think you've got to say, yeah, he would. Mm. But it's just not his style, is it? He likes... The challenge that he likes to chase Klopp, he likes to get there the hard way. Yeah. And with Guardiola, I don't know. He, for him, it's like obviously quality manager, but he, he likes like, it on a plate, doesn't he? Yeah, he's like get the job done. But he likes it on a plate, yeah. doesn't he? He likes it like whatever I want, you've got to give me. Yeah. Klopp likes it like oh well, we can't afford him. And he's like all right, I'll get Endo. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And statistically, I hate to say it, he's been better than Rice this season. But do you know what I mean? But he's like oh yeah, you can't get Casado. He's like well, I have Endo. Do you know what I mean? And it, and he's been a good player as well actually for us now. Yeah, I mean, Casado looks a waste of money. Klopp turns doubters into believers, like whether it's about a player or him, fans, or, or whoever, <laughs> fans, yeah. And by the way, the, the 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 thing you can see from it is, in extra time last week, who were the fans singing? Even though it was on the back foot, Liverpool. He's got everyone believing. Yeah, you couldn't hear a Chelsea fan in there. I think because they're all gone. I mean, empty seats in there for Chelsea fans. I mean, that's embarrassing. But um, well, it's a trophy to you at the end of the well, day. You play really well. well. I thought you said you think Liverpool can do it. So I think you can do it. You think I you think you can do it. Yeah. But yeah, it's like I said, it's a long way to go. So we just have to wait and see on that one. But right, I'm itching for Charlton. Yeah, Let's round this podcast up. Fifty minutes in, we'll upload this and then charge the batteries up. Twenty past six. We'll uh, charge up while we're uploading and then go again.
Let's do it. All so, right. thank you very much for listening, guys. This will be released on uh, to, on well, yeah, tonight. Now uh, to get your uh, to get tips up. Um, the you'll be uh, tweeting later on tonight about. I'll be tweeting on later tips tonight. And everything. Yeah. Uh, so the day one will be released on Saturday. Uh, day two will be released on. Are we releasing them all at the same time? Or? Yeah, we're just gonna get them out now. We're releasing them all at the same time. So yeah, if you want to listen, we're li- releasing five episodes at a time. So I just think with that, get them out. Give people two weeks to listen to it. That's the whole idea of it. This is like four exactly. podcasts about Cheltenham. So. Exactly. So we won't include them in. So like the episode seventeen, we'll just do them as a. Uh, we'll we'll just do them as Cheltenham day one, Cheltenham day two. Uh, so you can listen to whatever one you want. If you're not interested in day three, pretty much like myself, but um, you'd you'd have to listen to it. That's fine. But if you want to pick pick and choose whatever days that's you want to listen like, to, that's why we're doing it that way. We're doing it in days, so you can pick what you want to listen to, when we, you want to listen to, and we can talk about the nitty gritty. If you want to listen to day one. The night before day one, then do that. If we were doing it in one podcast, because we're, we're limited to an hour and a half, uh, if we were doing it in one podcast, everything would just be rushed. So if we do them all, if we just bang them all out in days, I think that's better for you and it's better for us so, we, so you can cherry pick what you want to listen to and we can get our stuff out as much as possible. So thank you very much, Connor. We'll be back in about half an hour, mm-hmm. uh, real time. Not even that. Uh, not even that. We're back in 20 minutes uh, to charge up, uh, charge the batteries yeah. up. So, yep. That's our tips done. Uh, what's your nap? Oh my nap! Oh, that's a, that's a tricky question to ask me. Yeah, I've just I've just thrown it on the spot there for you. Um, Do it. Go on. I want your nap of the uh, day. Uh, on top of my head, I would probably go. Uh, it's not on top of my head. I don't think. Do you know what? I'm just gonna go out there and say. <sighs> it's a tricky one. Cause I like a lot of them. <laughs> now I've done it. I like a lot of them. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna go. Nap, Thunder Rock, next best, Burn River. <laughs> My nap's Burn River. <laughs> yeah. Next best for me, Cannot Park. Yeah, big big mention in there to help them. Yeah. No, I like that. Even though I've not tipped it, I'll do like that one. Um, and <laughs> the rest um, right, well, let's crack on yeah let's crack on thank you very much for listening guys and we'll catch you guys tomorrow so yeah. make sure to like subscribe fucking booyah <laughs>